Get ready for a journey into the heart of Bridgeport politics with In Absentia, a new podcast from Connecticut Public's investigative team, The Accountability Project. Learn about the city's past and present political dysfunction and the systems that enable it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Funding provided by Robert Yeager and the Tao Foundation. Faith here with your welcome toast. We actually don't know who said this, but here it is. Without wine, we eat. With wine, we dine. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. It's great to have you joining the party on the Faith Middleton Food Schmooze, inviting you to eat, drink, and be merry with us. What a show we have for you this time, our special edition. And you're going to hear shortly, uh, because it's fundraising time, a whole list of food magazines, and there are many that we all love. Their publishers have agreed to send you subscriptions for a year as a thank you gift for supporting this show and everything you hear on Connecticut Public Radio. So we're pretty excited and grateful. And here's what's coming up on this fall celebration edition. How to make super moist salmon in a healthful way. The trick to serving a dessert that is so satisfying you don't even need seconds. How do you make also those crispy roasted fall vegetables? It is so easy. We'll tell you how to do it. The gang is all here in our studios and kitchens at the Big G Gateway Community College in downtown New Haven. Senior contributors Chris Prosperi, Mark Raymond, Alex Province sitting right across from me, not in Phoenix, and senior producer Robin Doyen Aiken on the show. Hey, everybody. Alex, go to it, because we decided we're going to celebrate on this show. You see, opening up a bottle of sparkling wine that is made in the the Champenoise method. Okay, so let's start, Chris, talking about how to do super moist salmon. Now, some people will say, oh, it's got to go in the oven. Other people will say it's got to be roasted on top of the pan. When I want it really moist, I don't mess around. I poach it. On the stovetop, I take a little saute pan, I put my fish in there first, and then I just cover it with water, and then I like just under the water, and then I like hitting it with a little acid. So it could be lemon juice, it could be a splash of vinegar, even it could be white wine. And then spices, and that can be whatever you like. If you want to put a little curry powder in there, if you want to put a bay leaf in there, that adds your flavor. A little bit of salt, and then just bring it up slowly to where it's just starting to simmer. Little bubbles. Little bubbles, and then I turn it off. And I'll just leave it in there for just a minute. And when you take it out, it's still pink in the middle, if you like it that way, like Uh I do. And it's moist. It's warm. This time of year, it's like a big hug. I love it. Oh, that is good. Hey, cheers, everybody. Cheers, 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 Robin. Uh, We're going to get to this sparkler and just um, we're having sips now just to celebrate (laughs) the show. Mm, That's great. We're going to tell you about it, how to get it. Does anybody else do their salmon a different way before we move on? I had a neat idea. You know, I love to use the grill, the outdoor grill. So you can use gas or a charcoal grill. And then I take the the salmon. I make an aluminum foil pouch. I'll put thin slices of lemon in there, Mm. maybe a little bit of dill, a little bit of salt, pepper. Your spices are your choice. And then I wrap it up and then 
put it on top of that hot grill. 12, 15 minutes tops. Yeah, you mean for a big fillet? I usually do it in portions, so everybody has their own portion. So when we take the aluminum, so it take it out. So it takes that long, 12 minutes? Yeah. Inside 15. down. Yeah. Okay. Am I and the only wow. person who loves it overcooked, flaking and charred? and? You know, that's interesting you say that because I do like... It kind of rarish, uh, velvety in the center, but with a little bit of the crispiness on the outside. Yeah, a little crunchy on the outside. I I feel like I haven't quite got that down yet. What Alex is talking about, I like when I'm doing like a salad. So the next day, if if I'm going to eat it cold, chop it up a little bit, then I like it cooked all the way. And you just mix a little mayonnaise or Mm. sour cream in and make a salad out of it. Mm. Okay, let's switch over to this topic because we're getting into these fall vegetables and they can be so amazing. If you pick them out individually, some people will say, oh, I like turnips or I like this or I like that. But that roast of a bunch of them oh, yeah. where oh, they yeah. – I want us to talk about Heaven. and to teach how to make them crispy on the outside by roasting them in the oven and kind of soft and creamy on the inside. It's just like roasted potatoes, except like it's fall vegetables. Oh, caramelized. And the ca- caramelized yeah. brings Sweetness. out the flavor. And, right, Alex, yeah. sweetness. Well, how does everybody do it? Hot oven, toss uh, it in olive oil, What salt. are we talking about? Barbara Kafka, the late Barbara Kafka, would say 500-degree oven. If your oven goes higher, do higher. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but other people like Jacques Pepin would say don't go over 450. It's like Spinal Tap. It's 11 mm-hmm. on the volume anyway, dial. So, uh, I'm usually right around 400. And I and love to use do? like – well, I have this – it's a Pampered Chef stoneware. I love to do fennel this time of year. I love roasted fennel. And I chop everything up. Put into the bowl. All the put, same size, right? Yes. All the same yeah. size. Put some olive oil, salt, pepper, maybe a little smoked paprika. Sure. Place it on that mm-hmm. stoneware and put it in the oven and, oh, man, everything yeah. comes okay, out so crispy it, on the edges and tender mm-hmm. on the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if see, you he, don't have that particular dish, so this is so anybody can do it, any just kind of a roasting pan. Yeah, so but, yeah. crank it. You do need a thicker sheet pan. Cut them nice big pieces, too. That's the other thing. If it's oh. too small, so you don't want this to be like half inch. You want these to be like three-quarter inch oh. pieces. So you get huh. that stuff inside, like you were saying, that's nice and soft and squishy and nice and crispy on the outside. I crank my oven like Barbara. I love her all the way up to 500. And this is what I was saying. You need a thicker sheet pan because putting a thinner like cookie sheet in the oven, they'll Warps twist, they'll it. warp a little and they can't so, take or that Or you could heat. just put them in a roasting pan. Roasting pan works the best. Okay. Nice thick bottom so roasting pan. So what do you pan. do? You just put it put center the of the oven. oven. Center of the oven. And this is key too. Go for about, I'm going to say eight minutes, seven, eight minutes. And then you want to get in there, open the door, and you want to really mix them around. At this high heat method, it's not something you can just leave in the oven and walk away. And I think that's why Jacques says 400. It gives you that safety. When you do it 500, you get a great caramelization. But you have to kind of babysit them a little bit. So eight minutes, pull them out, stir them up, put them back. Eight minutes, pull them out, stir them up, put them back. And then by your third time, this is when we start nibbling on them and seeing, you know, oh, they're getting crispy because they're getting nice and caramelized and they're getting soft. And <laughs> you don't squishy. want to dehydrate them. No, you don't want to dehydrate them. You want a nice hard sear on the outside. You keep them going just until they get that softness on the inside, mm-hmm. just until they start. And then you pull them out, let them rest like you do anything. And that's when I hit them with balsamic, just a Any touch. cinnamon? Oh, at the end. Again, spices is whatever you yeah. want. But I like I, I love hitting them with a little balsamic you know, at the end. You know-
You know the Middle Eastern spice, zatar? Oh, yeah, that's your go-to. I love that. Oh, yeah. Just so many things. You could do anything you or no spices. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking uh, chicken fat instead of olive oil. You mm. know when you do a roast chicken, I always put mm. my vegetables place so they suck up all that. Barbara, yeah, Barbara had that one where she did chicken broth on the potatoes. That would work, oh, too. My God. So yeah. You could put chicken broth in that, with the We're going to have veggies. that online again. Yeah. As Thanksgiving comes best along, because the best, Those best are the potatoes, best potatoes ever. Ever. Okay. <laughs> you're going to see that as we get Thanksgiving stuff done. Chris, your chip was so valuable not to cut it too small, mm-hmm. not a half inch, but more three quarters mm-hmm. of an inch, even one inch, mm-hmm. and to cut all the, the root vegetables the same size. And just keep turning and turning. And there are no root vegetables that don't go with other root vegetables, no, no, correct? No, no, cook them separately. What we always find is that depending on your vegetable, they can take longer or shorter. Uh, that would take me two days if I'm cooking Not if, them. No, if you had, no, because think eight, eight, eight. We start out with one vegetable. We do carrots. So we chop up our carrots. Boom, they go in the oven. In between those eight-minute intervals, I'm cutting my next vegetable. See, this is what I was trying to get away from, this very thing, because I'm not running a restaurant. <laughs> I just want to do some roasted fall vegetables, as I think many people do. So I do put them all can... on the same pan. Do you? Yeah. You do. Yeah. But again, it's a smaller batch, yeah. but you do have the variation in texture. But that's kind of interesting Fun. sometimes, too. Yeah. You yeah. know. But what's the one that takes the longest? Turnips take a long time. So maybe you cut them smaller? Yeah, cut them. Yep, there's another <gasps> one. Yeah. There See? you go. We needed Alex back. Okay. Yes, <laughs> cut them smaller, and then they'll cook at even time. So things that take longer, like the harder ones, like the turnips, the rutabagas, the beets, cut them mm. smaller. And then the Love softer beets. ones, like the pumpkins and the butternut squash and those, cut okay. them bigger. And then they'll all finish at the same time. There you go. Very High good. Five. High five. Cheers <laughs> to you. Cheers. We're going to tell you what our thank you gift is as we are coming up to our break. Not quite there yet. And it is subscriptions to all of these food magazines. And I've been having so much fun preparing for the show because, you know, we got copies of all the kinds of magazines that you're going to be offered. It's kind of mind-blowing. Thanks to these publishers supporting public radio, supporting this show, what you hear and love on Connecticut Public Radio. It's a thank you gift. It's free to you in exchange for your membership, keeping us on the air, keeping this programming going, keeping the whole thing non-commercial. You know how it is. Okay. You know the zoodles? made from zucchini or butternut squash. Mm. You can now even buy them done if you mm. don't have one of those. Zoodle maker? <laughs> like tu- tubes of zucchini? No, no a spiralizer. Noodle. You don't spiralizer. have a spiralizer. Yeah. And I happen to have, have one, one because yeah. I love this right. way of doing vegetables. It got famous because they said, oh, it's just like pasta. Yeah. And it's not exactly like pasta, but in a way it is. It's fun but to the eat. best thing about it is I just put a healthy amount of olive oil in the mm-hmm. pan and throw in this whole pile of these butternut squash noodles that the store has already prepackaged for it's me. That's a good idea. Sometimes I'll put a spice, sometimes not. I just let them sit there on medium mm-hmm. until I see that they're starting to get kind of brown mm. and spatula goes under them. I start crispy. getting the crispy bits mm. and flipping over parts of them. Mm. Then I'm mm. doing it. I keep Potato hash. Flip. Yeah. It's exactly like wow. shoestring potatoes. Wow. And when you have butternut squash noodles like that, wow, yes, it's not about is this exactly like spaghetti it's strand. Yummy as it it's is. just fantastic, you know, because it has that crunchy, I love it, potato stick thing going on. Yum. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last time I was in the supermarket, I was amazed at 
the section of the pre-made zoodles. I mean, it's anything incredible. you could possibly want, you're going to find there already yeah. spiralized for you. It's so fantastic. Carrot, zucchini, yeah. butternut. They are really okay. fun to work with, but let them get crispy. And coming up, I wanted to talk about how to make a salad that tastes delicious without drowning it in olive oil or prepackaged dressing. How do you do that without it tasting skimpy? You know, are there tricks? What would you all do to do that? That's coming your way. Also, this sparkling wine that's made in the Champagne Method and is a bargain at $17 a bottle. This is my by-the-case sparkler. As promised in this break... We have an array of food magazines for you to choose that will come to you, a one-year subscription, for free. It's our thank you gift to you. Uh, Robin Doyen Aiken. 1-800-584-2788 is the number to call to support the Faith Middleton Food Schmooze and all of the local programming you hear on Connecticut Public Radio. You can also go to our website, foodschmooze.org, and click on the red donate button on the right-hand corner of our homepage. For your gift of $6 a month or a one-time gift of $72, you can pick from the following magazines, Food and Wine. That's a favorite of ours. Eating Well, Cooking Light, mm. Rachel Ray Every Day. You know, if you and Rach are like BFFs, if you love her burger of the month, this is your perfect opportunity to get a subscription to her magazine. Or maybe you're just going to renew the subscription you already have. You can do that, too, for your gift of $6 a month to Connecticut Public Radio or a one-time gift of $72. Now, here's a few, because this is both lifestyle and food, and they overlap, and they all, the lifestyle ones have food in them. But here's more on the list, a favorite of mine, travel and leisure. Talk about armchair travel. Mm -hmm. I have the best time, and the tips and everything, I have the best time going through that magazine. Southern Living, I don't know why, but I'm kind of obsessed with everything in Southern Living. Is that, Alex, Me too. too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> then um, there's Better Homes and Gardens. There's Diabetic Living. So many people now have prediabetes or full-on diabetes. And so eating in a more healthful way is so important. And here are recipes because you want recipes where you're not dutifully eating. It, it's it got to taste good. So as Robin said, $6 a month and you get to pick out one of these magazines. 1-800-584-2788. I also just like to remind people that they can make their donation on foodschmooze.org because I know that they'll be on our website looking for recipes anyway. So just make sure you click on that red button on the corner and you will go to our pledge page. Maybe you'll find a magazine that you love there. Or another gift. Health. Health magazine. Yeah. A lot of people like that magazine. Family Circle, that's one of our old school magazines still going strong, which is amazing. Parents. The magazine Shape. I know. <laughs> Round about January, you're going to want that coming in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking Light magazine. In preparation for this, I started going through all these issues. I was just like knocked out by the articles in here and the recipes and the tips in Cooking Light. There are tricks that you can use. You can do a quick chicken piccata with sautéed lemon slices and make this pan sauce in about a minute. 
and use something very simple to bread the chicken. And the, it's 459 calories for that dinner by the time you're done with it. How to do a steak salad with butternut squash and cranberries. This is way to do these peanut shrimp and broccoli rolls. This is one of my favorite things because it has, you buy a bottled peanut sauce and then add a little lime to it, at least I do, and then you roll these up and they are so fun to eat. Adults and kids love these and the calorie thing is so crazy. It's 198 calories for one roll and it is so jam-packed that you really, because of the ingredients and the crunch, yeah, yeah, so satisfying. Anyway, for $6 a month, pick out a gift for yourself, exclusive to the Food Schmooze page, and the toll-free number, bring your charge card, 1-800-584-2788. Shortly, we're going right back to the show, and we've got more great stuff to tell you. I'm going to give you one more tip that I saw both in Food and Wine and in Rachel Ray every day. Now, this is about a spiral food, too, but not exactly a vegetable. You can make sort of spiralized hot dogs. Stay with me. I'm going to tell you the benefit. You put a skewer through your hot dog. Yeah. Let's all have a sip of champagne. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Put a skewer through the hot dog the whole thing. And then you take your knife and you just kind of run it along the hot dog and it makes a spiral. Take the hot dog off of the skewer, then you cook it. Now here's the benefit. It looks like a a slinky almost. It's a slinkified hot dog. And that leaves a lot of space in that hot dog for you to put your chili and your, maybe you want to have a BLT Mm -hmm. hot dog. You want to load that thing up with some cheese. I like this. Yeah. It's the spiralized hot dog. Oh, like this. This Thank you, Rachel Ray. Thank you, Rachel Ray. Okay. So (laughs) 1-800-584-2788. Come on. It's worth it just for that one recipe. Don't you want a hot dog right now? Yeah, because all those little spiral parts will get caramelized. It's almost like having brownie pan that's all All sides. Yeah, it's really, I love that. Creates more space for all that relish and good stuff to go. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay, there's a whole section in this particular cooking like that I'm looking at, and I love this idea. They give you one shopping list, and you can make three dinners out of it. Isn't that great? If you can join us at the $6 a month level, or you just prefer to give a one-time gift of $72 or more, it's up to you, you get, as a donor, to pick from a variety of food magazine and lifestyle magazines, thanks to the publishers supporting public broadcasting. 1-800-584-2788 is the number to call. And show the Food Schmooze some love. Support us and get a magazine every month that will make you think of us when it comes. Mm-hmm. Trying, to, trying to love you back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to give you as much as we can come up with. And we curate on your behalf. And it, it's um, an amazing experience to put the show together. We love being together. We love the sense that we're together with you, that you have a chair at the table. And I don't say that as some, you know, dish towel slogan. It really does feel like we're all at a party together. 1-800-584-2788 is the number to call to support us or go to our website, foodschmooze.org, red button on the right-hand corner of the page, and thanks. Beans and cornbread. Beans and cornbread. Beans and cornbread. Beans and cornbread. 
Cornbread had a fight. Beans knocked Cornbread out of sight. Cornbread said, now that's all right. Meet me on the corner tomorrow night. I'll be ready. I'm Faith Middleton, and of course you know that you can sign up for this show's podcast. It's a copy of the show that comes to you every week. You just sign up one time, and then you can listen on your schedule, and that's how many people do it. Let's go right to this sparkling wine, very dry, Jay Lawrence, Jay Loren, but uh, that's okay. We're going to say it just like you would look at it. J. Lawrence is what you would say at your wine store, but we've got it on the website, the label and everything. $17 a bottle for this is an amazing thing. (laughs) This is almost like France's version of Prosecco. This is way older. So this is the region in the south of France, Limoux. They say they've been making sparkling wine since the 1500s, and they have historical records to prove it. And that predates champagne? By hundreds of years. And the reason is they use this great mosaic that ripens really late. And so historically what happened would be they'd harvest so late that fermentation, just because it uses a yeast, would stop in the winter when it got cold. They'd close the bottles with cork, and then in the springtime it would start fermenting again, and you get all the bottles, and that's what makes champagne so special. Yeah. I, yeah. You, we love but it, But we right? can't call this champagne, right? You know, classically, it's sparkling wine. And champagne is sparkling wine, too. But this is, you know, mm. French sparkling wine. So it's really dry, yet <sighs> there's a little... Well, you guys green, green apples? A little touch of green apple. I get a little yeah. grapefruit or pineapple, too. I get a little lemon note to it. You get the, um, the bready sort of... And I love the little bubbles. The That's teeny, what makes it good. The yeah, teeny little the bubbles. bubbles. Yeah. And I just never bubbles are very refined here, yeah. so it's not overpowering on the palate, so mm-hmm. it's really luscious and... Makes you smile. There is something about drinking sparkling mood. wine that it does. There's something so... Sunday brunch. Buoyant. It's refreshing, right? The bubbles. First, you get the tactile experience. In your mouth, you're getting all the, like, tickles from the bubbles. And then as you swallow, you know, it just has that beautiful after after flavors. And Mm -hmm. I mean, champagne is just fun to drink. People grew up thinking a sparkling wine, you can only have it at one time. In other words, you can have it as a toast. Or they thought you can have it as people come in the door. Or you can have it with dessert. But you certainly wouldn't have it through the meal. And we have for years on this show said to you, that isn't really how it works. That, no, that's not at all. not true anymore. No and I just drink it through an entire meal, start it, to it's finish. It's the only wine that goes with absolutely everything. Even to dessert. If you're at a dinner table with four different people, you're at a restaurant, you each order something different. You were having a steak. You were having soul. Because it has I was acidity, right? Chicken. That goes with yeah, food. And, and it, it would work with Every single one of ours. You know, this, this it really does. This particular sparkler is interesting because it has that quality of either matching something or playing off mm-hmm. as its opposite. So right. if something is super creamy, you go to this to kind of cut that. Clean your palate. And have that yin-yang exactly. thing going on, and that's fun. Or there's something that is bright. There's a seafood or something, and this somehow works with Goes that right too. with it. What do you think? Would you have a sparkling wine with red sauce? I'd certainly have it with white pasta yeah, sauce. I'm not afraid of red sauce. No, in I'm wine. not either. 
I would have this sparkling wine with spaghetti sauce. You yeah, would? I, yes. I don't think there's... A, there's I'd have it with pizza. I, yeah. I'll tell you that. So what's the difference then? Yeah. There's nothing Cheese. that's going to contradict it. Nope. I mean, there's no tannins to get in the way nope. of anything. You could do it with spicy food even. There's no... There's oh, no my gosh. Asian, all the Asian. What do you oh have with Dumplings. Vietnamese or Thai food? Yeah. There's very few Indian. white wines, especially when you have something really spicy. It can wipe the wine out. Yeah. So we put a picture of the label online all the time when we do a wine on the show that we think is a real fine. Thank you, Alex, for sending this. And we also say online who the distributor is. Some wine stores can't carry everything, and we don't expect them to. It's so much more efficient to just call ahead and read the label to them. There you go. Really helpful for them. I think this. I'd be drinking a lot of this with my Thanksgiving. If I had cornbread stuffing with chorizo, I would love this. If I had just the turkey, I am a Pinot Noir fan with turkey, but... I would be very happy with the brightness of mm. this, and it's mm-hmm. so festive. You always throw a little raspberry, and it's so pretty, and or it looks a, like... a cranberry, Alex, oh. depending on the holiday, right? Sure. It's really fun. If you like Prosecco, you're going to love this. If you like French champagne as well. So it's Method Champenois. It's made by a French winemaker who specializes in champagne. He's able to go find this land that allows him to make something that's made just like a champagne, but for much less money. Mm. Yeah, but I'm not going to tell people. Yeah, right? I'm when a, people come to my house and I have that in my fridge, no. I'm like, what do you have? I'm like, I have a champagne. But <laughs> <No, it laughs> they can get in trouble for saying it. I can't. No one would ever know. <laughs> it, I have no one would and it's French, true. right? Because we, we happen to be champagne nuts on the show. And that's champagne And I, I would say this. There is a richness to this that yeah. I'm not going to find in Prosecco. Alex said so, it, that yeasty, right? What is yeah. that? That's what makes yeah. it. The toasty. That, that toastiness. Ready toasty. Okay. So online, $17 a bottle, and that is if you you're not buying it by the case, and it's even less. So go online to foodschmooze.org. Okay, can we talk about using spices for a rub? You may detect a theme here. It is how to be careful with the calories and yet get a big power flavor boost. Maximum flavor. You don't have to, like, drown something in fat to do that. No. You really almost don't. Almost does the opposite. Too much fat almost takes away from flavor. Right? Yeah, I, like, I agree. So using spice as a rub for meat, I was talking about one of my favorites is za'atar. It's very almost kind of lemony and very interesting Middle Eastern spice. I have put it in my spaghetti sauce. Cumin's uh, another good one. Makes everything taste like meat and gives, right, like cumin on vegetables is so Mm. good. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's right. I used to go out and buy that full-fat hamburger meat Mm -hmm. because I just loved that Fat flavor, you know, it's so amazing. You know, it's yeah. delicious. Sure. I thought, wait a minute, what happens if, and you've heard us say this a million times, but we like to tell you, what happens if I take one pat of butter or one teaspoon of bacon fat, one teaspoon of duck fat, rub that on top of your swordfish, any kind of Just at the very end. Steak. Yeah. Just before serving. Mm. If you've got beef that is low fat, you could use a capful of olive oil if you can't have butter or one skinny slice of butter and you rub it on the top. And I'm telling you, you bite into that thing and every bite tastes like a fat-filled hamburger. One of the fats that I always use is I use bacon fat because it's got so much of that smoke flavor already built into it. Mm. And you don't have to use a lot. What do you put it on, Mark? I love to cook my eggs in the morning in it. I'll take a half of an avocado, slice it up thin, put it into the frying pan, 
with maybe like a half a teaspoon of bacon fat and then put my fried egg right over the top of that. When I'm, I'm showing when up we're for talking, your breakfast. When we're talking about roasted vegetables earlier, I'll take that stoneware and I'll just take the bacon fat and I just rub it all over that pan and then I put the vegetables on it. Put that in, put that the, in the oven Ooh. and let all the vegetables like the fennel and the potatoes and the, the onions and just soak up all that bacon fat and just crispy in that. And, oh, it's so delicious. Wow, I am so glad you said that. First of all, I want to eat everything you said. And <laughs> number two, you reminded me that one of the greatest things that you can do, let's say you're having steak and there's this beautiful juice that is running, you know, if you have a carving board or whatever, you've got this juice from the steak in the platter, take a teaspoon or spill it off and put it in a little jar. The next time you make salad dressing, you put in one tablespoon of the beef juice into that salad dressing. This is a, an old French chef wow. trick. It gives a body to your dressing like yeah. you cannot believe. Yeah. And this is a trick you can use to use a little bit of dressing without drowning it and having your little salad be 2,000 yeah. calories. We do broths in our salad dressings a lot of times. Really? You know, the chicken stock? Yeah, the chicken, you know, the stuff you get in the mm. permalat box if you have that in your refrigerator like I do. And when you're making your salad dressing, cut back the oil and replace it with that chicken broth. And you uh -huh. can use a vegetable one. You can use a beef wow. one. We've even done it with clam juice. Oh, as long wow. as you're doing it, you know, the salad dressing is with shellfish. And it cuts like with down. shrimp or something. Yeah, yeah, when you're doing it with shrimp or even How much clams. do you put in? I really want uh, yeah, to try we'll, this. We'll take it back half. So say the, what, say the salad what's dressing. What's being cut in half? The, the, the olive oil? Yeah, or whatever oil is in the dressing, right? Uh -huh. Whether it be a canola oil or whatever. Uh -huh. So let's say, let, yeah, let's say the recipe has a quarter cup of oil or a half a cup yeah. of oil. Take half of lot. that out, put in the broth oh. in place of, so you get the same liquid, but you don't get the fat yes. and the calories. And, you and I think you get even more flavor because you're adding in all these other things. See, I'm liking your tip even better than my tip because you're cutting back on the olive oil. I'm just adding to the richness of the olive oil but I think yours is I like so much smarter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, just, it's just an easy way to cut back. Just add them both. But you've, seen, but you've seen the you've seen the problem with ordering a salad, right, at a restaurant or even having a salad at home. At home. Yeah, the salad's not the problem. <laughs> right? The bowl of lettuce and vegetables, that's all good. It's just well, when you take the yeah. I don't know, let's say blue cheese dressing and a tablespoon of that, Ranch. you might as well have the steak. Yeah. <laughs> Let me make a suggestion. There are a lot of people who have to watch out for salt. And a lot of these chicken broths that are on the shelf are going to have a lot of salt Very in good them. Point. Two things. One, always look for a little, the lowest amount of sodium. There's a couple brands I like, like Kitchen Basic. Even Rachel Ray's is very low in sodium. And make and, sure they don't have MSG either. Yeah, that's a sodium too. And then the other thing is, is when you get your salad dressing recipe or if you make your own, just don't add any salt until the end and then taste it. So the, the amount of sodium that's in the chicken broth will replace the amount of salt that you were going to put in your salad dressing because all salad dressings have oil, vinegar, and salt. Very quickly, everybody share what you've got on making kind of a no salt or minimal salt marinara, the simple, simple way, the way Italian grandmothers do. How would you do it, Chris? I just take a can of tomatoes. I put it in a pot. To that, add onion powder, a good glug of olive oil. And then I just take it and I put it on the stove, you know, till it starts cooking. And then I just hit it with my immersion blender. 
and then at the end, I throw fresh basil in it, and that's it. Done. You can double the basil. You can. There are things you can do to give it flavor that distracts yeah. from the lack of salt. So here's how my Spanish mom makes the best tomato sauce. So she takes a big glug of olive oil in a saute pan, slivers her garlic so it just flavors the oil, adds her sliced onions, green pepper, and then really ripe tomatoes. And you only cook it until everything's soft, maybe 15 minutes. A little sprinkle of kosher salt. Those fresh ingredients are so delicious on pasta. Mm. I almost prefer it than in, you know, something cooked forever. Yeah, so me So fresh too. and delicious. Me too. This cool. is fun. Uh, all right. We're going to take a quick break with you because we've got a whole array of food magazines to give you as a free thank you gift for supporting the station, being a donor that keeps mm. the Faith Middleton Food Schmooze and this entire team of very smart, adorable, <laughs> talented people on the air with me and also the shows that you love here on Connecticut Public Radio. And we love being with you and hope you will help keep us going. Here's the toll-free number, 1-800-584-2788. And you get to pick out any of the food magazines that uh, publishers have agreed to give us in support of the public broadcasting set of values. Yeah, there is a food magazine here for every kind of cook and eater. There's food and wine, which is sort of a little fancy. There's eating well for our really health conscious listeners, cooking light for people mm. who have all kinds of diets and food restrictions. You will find some very good eating and cooking light. And also, if you're like me, you know, you're maybe you're a mom. Rachel Ray is kind of more my speed. I just read in Rachel Ray where you can take a sponge and do a kind of DIY ice pack. I love this tip. You take a clean kitchen sponge, wet it, you squeeze it, get most of the water out, but leave some, put that in a plastic Ziploc bag and freeze it overnight. Wow. Ice pack, DIY ice pack for your kids' lunches or really Whoa. anyone who's, who's packing a lunch can steal this tip. That is so good. Right. And, you know, you mentioned food and wine. And one of the things that they do, I mean, they do real recipes, you know, but they also have these tips. For instance, here was a tip that Food and Wine's Justin Chappell talked about where he wants really ripe bananas to make his banana bread. Mm. So he said there's a thing you can do. He bakes them in a 350-degree oven. Until the peels turn dark all over and the fruit is soft to the touch, takes about five, seven minutes, and he just slices through the peels and scoops out the fruit and you've got ripe bananas for your banana bread. This is what makes these magazines really fun. It's the helpful tips to make your way about the kitchen as well as instruction about how to make something. I like, Robin, what you said about how there is something for everybody and at every level We like to talk on this show about every kind of cook, whether you're just starting out. We all feel here, even though we've been around food quite a lot, that you just never stop learning things, and that's the great part of it. Toll free, 1-800-584-2788. I know you can get all of this stuff online. But there is just something about having cooking from, I should say, a magazine. You know, I don't always have my iPad with me in the kitchen. And even when I do, I don't always have the right thing to prop it up to cook from it. But I always have my magazines. Do you have one of those little boards with a clip and (laughs) clothespins? What do you use? Small child. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Hold this for me. (laughs) 
I don't care how advanced we become technologically, I still want my magazines, yeah. a physical magazine. You know, there's something Tactile. irreplaceable, about, yes, yeah. Alex, about holding the thing in my hands. And you know what the thing for me is? It's curated by someone, just like the show is by you and for us. For the month. When you get a magazine, someone put that together. And Alex said it earlier. It's always so timely too. So now you're starting to see all the like holiday stuff coming up in these magazines. So you can start thinking about Christmas and Thanksgiving and all these holidays coming. And the magazines put you in that mindset. Mm. And by the way, when you call up, if you want that magazine sent to somebody else as a gift, you can do that. Yeah. Speaking of Christmas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Hanukkah, speaking of – any number of holidays that are, are coming our way, feel free, birthdays, whatever it might be, or just, you know, a just because. My sister does that with me. I just get a just because. Oh, that's cute. Oh, I love so, that. um, that's my okay, favorite. So it's toll free, 1-800-584-2788. And as Robin likes to say, you can also go online to Fuchmoo's. S-C-H like school, M-O-O like the cow, Z-E, foochmoose.org. The O-R-G is there because it means we're nonprofit and we're non-commercial. So foochmoose.org, and you'll see the list of things to pick out for yourself. And when you get to that, our page, there's a, a button in the top right-hand corner, and you just select. Then the whole world of these thank you gifts opens up to you, and you get to, you know, do what you want. Yeah, so, donor's choice. Okay, 1-800-584-2788. Or go to foochmoose.org and click the red Donate button in the right to go to the Foochmoose exclusive pledge page. Thank you so much. I'm Faith Middleton, and this is the Food Schmooze Party, offering the richness of life. And coming to you in Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and New York. New York, including Westchester County, the east end of Long Island. That means the Hamptons, too. The senior producer is Robin Doyen Aiken. And to hear the show on Connecticut Public Radio, it airs Thursdays at 3 and 9 p.m. And Saturdays at noon. You can get our podcast. Talk with us on Facebook. It just goes on and on. This is a special edition of the show can we do desserts? Yes. Oh, yeah. Once again, sticking with this almost Mediterranean philosophy of intense flavor in small doses. So I like to put out a little scoop of ice cream and, you know, one delicious killer chocolate truffle or some amazing one or two small amazing cookies or you know what I mean where you've got that huge chocolate hit and then you've got your ice cream and you've had a very big dinner do you slice your truffle in half so you see the juicy inside? No, oh, but that's a yeah. good idea. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Okay. That's really good. Get two for the price of one. Yeah. Oh, you know what I love this time of year? <laughs> one of my favorite favorite things is pumpkin ice cream, and Shady Glen only comes out with it in the fall. Manchester, nice. Connecticut. Oh yeah. So I get my Shady Glen uh, the pumpkin ice cream, and then I crumble up some ginger snaps on top of it. Ooh, heaven. 
come back with me for this idea of what can you serve that's got intense power, but it's not 20 million calories. I've got a champagne one I've done before. Remember where you do the stainless steel bowl and you add some lemon sorbet, add a little sparkling wine, a little champagne, take a spatula and just sort of fold the sorbet into the champagne without killing all the bubbles. You want Mm. to keep the bubbles. Add just a drizzle of cream just to sort of lighten it up. Pour this into a flute glass, and it's just such a refreshing, clean after dinner, washes your palate, not Mm. a lot of sugar or Mm. calories, refreshing, pretty. Wow. Do you want one little piece of chocolate with it? Yeah. Let's forget that. (laughs) Yes, you do. Let's just do the chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) That would be my heaven, what you just made. A shaving of chocolate? Oh, yeah. Just one little piece of chocolate with that lemony thing. Wow. A little raspberry. so good. I want to bring back the peach melba. Do you remember oh, that yeah. dessert? And that's my cheaters yeah. kind of quick dessert. And I don't even get peaches. You can buy really good. What is in canned. peach they do. You yeah. can buy really good canned peaches. Yeah. And then you take those. You need that little liquor that's in there too. And I put it in a little cup. It can even be a wine glass. And if you want to do it real quick, just put a little scoop of ice cream on top and then another peach and then drizzle that juice over the top. And it can be as that's simple as that. Melba? It can be as simple as that. Don't we need some that. raspberry in there though? You can. No, but I'm yeah. Yeah. Real, That's peach no, melba. No, no, no. Bourbon, li- bourbon. But see, I'm talking about the cheaters, like quick version. You don't have to get all fancy. Put a cookie in there yeah. and you're done. This is why Jacques Pepin, when, when he has done his series Fast Food My Way, he'll do instant cookies where he takes a slice of bread, puts a butter on it on both sides, and puts cinnamon sugar on top and then sticks it under the broiler Flips it over so both sides are done and then cuts nice. it in little sticks. So it's and like biscotti almost. There, and that's how he would make instant cookies for his yeah. granddaughter, Shori. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris just reminded me, we took our pie pan after grilling the other night and then I just sliced peaches in half, put a little, a small amount of butter, put the peaches cut side down and just allow them to sort of caramelize a little bit. You can do a little brown yeah. sugar if you want. And then in honor of faith, I did a little drizzle of bourbon. And the bourbon flambéed. Oh, yeah. Caramelized oh, peaches. Good. And you can use the not-so-ripe ones, right? Because you want a harder peach so it gets nice and caramelized. Let's go over that again. Easy. So peaches, ice cream, drizzle of bourbon. Delicious. And a little butter. And if you flambéed outside, you, you don't care, you know, because you're not in the house. That's dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I did a little cinnamon if you want, too. Just a little sprinkle on the top or you could do nutmeg. Yeah, you don't have to go all crazy a for dessert. A few pecans. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the butter. Yeah. Is anyone doing biscuits like even out of a tube with a little strawberry? You can Ooh. put strawberries oh, yeah. together so That's quickly. Yeah, the cream. buttermilk biscuits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are really good. They're but not you bad, know, right? You know how we on the uh-huh. show like to do the baguette yeah. with melted chocolate oh, yeah. on yeah. it? Under the broiler. Under the broiler, a oh. bit of butter, and at the end just a little light sprinkle of sea salt. And then you just slice up that baguette with the chocolate topping. And it's very much like having a donut because it's warm. It's just out of the oven. It's not expensive. You can use baker's chocolate. It's just wonderful. I absolutely love that It's like that's enough. Yeah. You know? Do you remember on this show, you know, if we go back, we had read what people were using for the raft for the chocolate. In other words – what could you put chocolate on to have it feel like a chocolate-covered cookie? And we, what we saw at the time, and I will never forget it, is just the old-school saltines 
that have oh, the salt sure. on them. Oh, yeah. Salt and chocolate. A lot of oh. chocolate. You line them up on a baking wow. sheet, chocolate chips and melt on them. top of each one. Put them in the the hot oven, and they would just melt. Take them out and let them slightly that's harden good. up a little, and there you have a chocolate-covered cookie. Oh, People were doing it with Ritz crackers that has oh, that yeah. sort of fake buttery <laughs> flavor mm. and chocolate mm. on it. You know, I mean, there, were, there was the bread. Yeah. And remember, I, I think I made at home those cornflake and chocolate things, Dory Greenspan's idea, yeah. and melted chocolate and then put the cornflakes in and you take a tablespoonful of it and put it on the sheet and then put it, I can't remember oh, if it was yeah. in the freezer or in the refrigerator, <laughs> and there you go. Um, okay, so we get all freaked out when we rush seasons, and especially when stores do, but there is something to cutting the stress at Thanksgiving by starting now when prices are lower and getting certain things that you have room for. Takes the weight off when it comes because yeah. it's coming. <laughs> or you can, for fun, start going online or going through any of the food magazines you picked out for yourself and just start getting ideas and thinking, okay, I'm going to do a straight traditional meal like I always do because everybody expects it, but I'm going to add one new thing. You might say, I'm sick of the tradition and I want to do something kind of new wave. I'm going for all kinds of really great things. I'm going southwestern with my turkey and, you know, whatever you want to do. <laughs> Frying it in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all. And Robin Doyen Aiken, senior producer and I are here to tell you that this is something we want to thank the publishing industry for. They have decided to offer all these food magazines and lifestyle magazines to us so that we can give them to you as a thank you gift for your contribution, your donation to keep us going. And it's an amazing kind of cycle. We've been here for a long time doing just this, and we very much appreciate your support. Robin's going to tell you about all the magazines you have to choose from. For a gift of $6 a month or a one-time gift of $72, you can pick from Food & Wine, of course, Eating Well, Cooking Light, Rachel Ray Every Day. And then if you like um, home design or things like that, you can get Better Homes and Gardens. You'll also find recipes there, uh, Parents, Shape, Health, Travel and Leisure, Southern Living, where you will also find recipes because these guys know that you love to cook. So um, for a gift of $6 a month or a one-time gift of $72, you can pick the magazine that speaks most to you. Call this number, 1-800-584-2788, or go online to our website, foodschmooze.org, and click the red Donate button in the right-hand corner of the page, and you will see our Food Schmooze exclusive pledge page, something that is curated with gifts just for you. Mm -hmm. We've had the best time going through these magazines. One of the ones that has entertained me the most is Cooking Light. I found it inspiring to, I'm just talking personally, to use all these tricks to have whole food that tastes really good, has big flavor, and uses tricks to cut back on salt and fat and, and things basically we don't need so much of. We like to indulge on the show, that is for sure, but within reason. So 
I really liked my time with Cooking Light. I learned so many things. We all cook from magazines or, or get magazines because they are so inspiring. They inspire us to cook. And it's part of why you listen to the show, too. Fate's ideas inspire you. Show your gratitude with your $6 a month donation. You become a sustainer at that level or a one-time gift of $72. And it is so appreciated. If you can join us at the $6 a month level to make a donation here at the station... You get to pick out one of these food or lifestyle magazines, Rachel Ray Every Day, Cooking Light, Eating Well, Family Circle, Health Magazine, Travel and Leisure, Parents, Shape, one of my favorites, Southern Living, uh, Better Homes and Gardens, and an important one these days, Diabetic Living. So many people struggling with glucose control, either as pre-diabetes or full-blown diabetes, so... A magazine is helpful. It's inspiring to read them. Usually we share a book that we love with people, but this time it's donor's choice. You get to have any of these magazines that fits your cooking style or your lifestyle. Again, for a gift of $6 a month or a one-time gift of $72, anything really is so appreciated, dial 1-800-584-2788 or go to foodschmooze.org. If you dial the 1-800 number, a very nice person will answer, and you can talk to him or her about which magazine you would like to get and um, get that ball rolling so that the first of the issue starts to come in right around the time when you need some inspiration for uh, your holiday cooking. I saw a recipe in one of these calorie-sensitive food magazines that we're offering, and it was for shrimp-fried cauliflower rice. Mm. And I thought, wow, I want that. That sounds (laughs) delicious. Yeah, cauliflower rice is all the rage now, too. Yeah, and it's this idea also of using these zucchini noodles or squash noodles, the zoodles, we call them. You use them with pasta if you're just trying to break into this world. So you do half pasta and half of these vegetable noodles, and that way you still get the feel of the whole thing, but you've only had half the calories of the, you know, flour-based pasta. So this is a good way to break in, and then you can go forward from there. And it's all in the sauce anyway. Okay. (laughs) Um, Please send us $6 a month because we really want to send you the chance to pick out one of these magazines as our thank you gift. It is free. Uh, just our way of saying thanks, thanks to the publishers. And $72 one-time gift, or you can do it by the month at $6. No matter what you do, sometimes we have dollar-a-day people, and just very generous people, and kids giving us their lemonade money. It's just amazing the way that people make public radio happen. So um, we feel a real part of that, and we thank you very much. 1-800-584-2788. Or make your donation at foodschmooze.org. And thanks.